<coughs> we're rolling. Who is going to start the show this week? Well, I, I've done it a few times, so I'm getting I, a bit bored. I did it last week. Luke. Luke. Rolling tiles. Welcome to the Property TV Show. Digital mayor. Yes. Uh, he's also here to. He's paid you lot loads of money to teach him how to do video. Yeah, he hasn't. <laughs> well, he doesn't need any teaching. He's just advanced, 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 advanced video training. Advanced, advanced, yeah, advanced video training. Advanced, advanced techniques. Yeah, yeah. Well, Luke, um, like um, some of our other our other friends. Who is Luke? Because some there might be two a couple two people out there in the world that don't know who Luke Sinclair is. Who is Luke? Who is Luke? Leicester legend. Um, legend. Knightsbridge Estate. Friends yeah. with the TP Tom Panos. Yeah. Oh, so power panel. Uh, Spotted in Australia. Spotted in Australia. Yes. Random. I mean, yeah. that, we talk about that actually. Yeah, yeah. Luke, let's give us a bit of a background about you. Yeah, so um, I'm from Leicester, uh, a state agency in Leicester called Knightsbridge with three branches, do sales and lettings. Um, went into video probably about 18 months ago, starting. Uh, you can see some of the first early clips. They're worth quite a bit of money now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so you can see them on YouTube still. So they were crap. They were pretty awful. So Are they the kind of videos that appear on before they were famous type shows. That's the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. 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 So when you're the next Jimmy Fallon or whatever, you'll be yeah. showing so, those. Okay, you? so you're a normal run of the Mel estate agent. How the hell did you end up being one of Tom Panos's disciples? <laughs> um, just uh, just by constantly following him and um, sleeping outside his bedroom <laughs> a few times. So, noticed. What have you learnt from Tom Panos? Um, with Tom, it's all about the different uh, approaches with the estate agency. So, um, what the scripts and dialogue to use. So, we normally take half an hour to say something, he'll sum it up in 50 words and make a distinct impression. Um, but also, the standards of marketing. So, they've been doing video for a long time and the quality of the marketing. So, again, putting you in touch with who to kind of watch, copy, uh, and rip off and duplicate. What do you think the Australians could teach the Brits when it comes to a state agency? Um, in terms of the quality of the marketing, uh, then the paid advertising, uh, that's quite common. Um, went over with Stephen Brown, Sean Adams recently. Oh, we love Stephen that. Brown. Hi, Stephen. Love him. Um, so we went over to Arek and spent a week and a bit touring different agents. So what's, what's Arek then? Isn't that like a free holiday on the firm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Maybe, yeah. maybe we could all go. Maybe yeah. we should go to Arik. Yeah. We should go. I, I don't think it would get signed off by senior management. <laughs> um, Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, it's the biggest real estate conference outside of America. Okay. Um, I've been for the past three years. Um, it's over two days, two full days, uh, eight o'clock in the morning till about half past five, six o'clock at night. Uh, 32 speakers over the... Uh, All the big players in the industry then. Yeah, yeah but they're bringing people from overseas, so they brought in Tom Ferry. Yeah, uh, so yeah. anyone that hasn't watched Tom Ferry or followed Tom Ferry, have a look. Have a look. Yeah. Uh, he's doing his summit event at the minute in California, I think. But yeah. very good in terms of real estate. Again, video uh, very much endorses video. In terms of their model, you know, 
we we talk about a lot and what a lot of our friends in the industry you know a lot of people we work with you know they everyone bangs on about cheap fee agent cheap fee agent cheap fee agent watching a lot of tom's stuff and looking at the australian model it's not it's not the same is it no no it's more about adding value and demonstrating why you're worth the extra money but how you're then going to benefit the owner so yes you may be one and a half or one percent or x amount of thousands of dollars or pounds more expensive but at the end the vendor or the owner is coming out with a better net figure yes. so yeah. even though yeah. there are cheaper agents well, you'll get a better result for them do you think the yeah. british agents are good at proving worth no why do you think that is um because we haven't had to um, because it's been quite complacent um, and then the easiest thing to do is to just lower the fee mm -hmm. um, and providing there's volume there that's okay but housing transaction volumes aren't there are they compared no, to where no. they were even two years ago they're still on decline compared to 10 11 years ago it's a lot less well i'll give you some numbers guys and i roll this out and it always just amazes me in 2004 Stato. 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 2004 1.8 million houses were sold by around nine and a half thousand estate agents and last year 1.1 million houses were sold by 18,000 estate agents work your sums out guys there's less pie and there's a lot of people going to the party to mm, eat that's it. That's right. And do you think, just you said about their, their marketing strategy yeah. and vendor paid marketing, do you think it's a shift that we're seeing over here or are people still sort of sat on the backside thinking it'll be all right, I've been on the high street 30 years, I'm not going to go under, you know? Yeah, there, 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 is a lot, there is a lot of that, but more and more people are becoming more in tune to having to evolve and change. Mm. Um, well, you saw that last week in the high street with... Um, um, the agents close all their branches. Oh, Pumpers. Pumpers. Yeah, Pumpers. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's going down that hub model yeah. where you have self-employed agents working out of a, uh, some people call it the umbrella model, the, uh, the associate model. What's your thoughts on that? Do you think agencies going down that route? Uh, no, I still think there's a, a place for the high street. And well, no, I'm not saying... Okay, what about the self-employed model? Uh, self-employed model, yes, there, there, is, uh, there is a route for that, for the right motivated individual. That's the key. That's that the key is, that is the that key. Is key yeah. um, because that model is not going to be suitable for someone that's quite comfortable, um, is quite, doesn't really want to lose their weekends or evenings, quite happy for a nine yeah, to five yeah. well, kind of routine. We mentioned was it last week or the week before about Summer and Matt from uh, Newman's. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. and there was a photo of them on, it was, I think it was Landlord Farming, and they were still in the office at half eight, you know, finalising yeah, plans yeah, and yeah. details. And like, yeah, it's easier if you haven't got kids or a family, but like you said, it's about putting that extra graft in. Yeah, yeah. Do you think the mindset of estate agents in the UK is different? Because in Australia, they're all nearly self-employed. Yeah. Well, I mean, just to give you an example. So when we were over in Australia, we were with uh, Edward. Uh, so hi, Edward, if you're watching. Um, he's from NGU Real Estate. So anyone that's not seen one of his videos, um, maybe you can put it in the comment section, but there's yeah. one that features a dog. Yeah. And that was the um, one, a particular video that then went viral in Australia. Right. Because the dog was presenting the home as the real estate agent. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, yeah. But it was 11 o'clock at night and a vendor was dropping off a signed contract to him yeah, um, yeah. on a Sunday evening yeah. um, and he was making time to go and deal with that. How many agents over here would, would do yeah. that? Would do that. Yeah. Similarly on the Saturday afternoon, yes he'd finished his open homes but on the Saturday afternoon again he was dealing with negotiations on the property in order to get it is that sold. a big day for them on Saturdays? Saturday is, Saturday is what they call their game day. So right, right. open homes, 
um, chance to go and meet potential vendors. Um, so that that's their that's their doing their face to face bit. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Awesome. Well, yeah. let's just quickly let's find out what the UK market's doing. Steve says the market is good. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Uh, now. Where did that come from? <laughs> I just want to make a new feature. It's a new feature. <laughs> we didn't tell him. Why did you not run that by me? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good though, isn't it? It's collaborative. Is it? All right. Yeah. Okay. So, um, team effort. Team effort. <laughs> Who have you been with recently? Sally Lawson. Who's, who's just stepped down from being our president. How was oh, that? Okay. An hour and a half interview. Oh, yeah. Amazing lady. Yeah. An hour and a half interview and it was top draw. Yeah. Just it was just like it was like a conveyor belt of golden nuggets okay. just coming at you. Shall we're, we have a quick a quick interview with uh, a sneak peek? Why don't we have a little sneak peek? Probably just a just a little snippet because obviously we just gotta run it by up. <laughs> a sneak peek of Sally just Here's one on. sentence of Sally. <laughs> Sally, how can letting agents use all this legislation to their advantage? Well, I think one of the key things over the last couple of decades is that, um, if you think about it, going from 2000 and 2010, let's say, when the government started to really impose quite a lot of legislation on us, let's think about what letting agents have done. So. You know, we had the uh, gas regulations came out in 1994, the fire and furniture regulations 1994, and then we had the Housing Act 2004, which brought out the deposit registration, the HHSRS, we then had the Immigration Act changes that have come out, about the deregulation, and think about over the years, what's happened over the last two decades, letting agents just gone, don't worry Mr Landlord, I'll do that for you. Don't worry, Mr. Landlord. I'll, I'll raise your deposit for you. Don't worry, Mr. Landlord. I'll check the immigration status. Don't worry, Mr. Landlord. I'll test the smoke alarm on the day of moving. Don't worry, Mr. Landlord. I'll serve the how to rent guide and make sure we've got evidence of all the notices that we've served on moving, Mr. Landlord. Don't worry. We'll take care of all that for you. The biggest challenge we have is that over the last two decades, we have just assumed this responsibility, but not communicated it to our landlords. We've not gone to Mr. Lano, do you realise we are now having to do this, that, this, that, the other? We've just consumed all this extra work and not even charged. We're not them. even, what, we're not proving our worth to landlords? We're not, we're not proving our worth, but we're not demonstrating what we're doing. And what, we're, what I'm finding, I, mean, I speak to literally thousands of agents across the country, I'm speaking to landlords all the time, and what I'm seeing is the landlords and the general consensus out there is what letting agents do is... We find a tenant and we what, just... Whack a board in the ground and chuck it on right move. Yeah, that's what they think. I mean, the amount of times that in press interviews I've been asked, but Sally, all you do is photocopy a piece of paper. I love that statement because it's just so not what we do. I mean, it's 17 hours of work just to move somebody into a property. And yet the belief is all we do is photocopy a bit of paper. And that's the biggest challenge we have right now, belief versus reality. How do we get that message across as an industry to landlords that, that we put all that work in and we're worth our money? We've got to start getting better. We've got to, As letting agents, we've got to understand the legislation inside out. We've got to use it. We've got to talk about it. We've got to explain it. It's not about how great we are as a letting agent, how many awards we've won, how brilliant we look. It's basically about what we know. And that's, got to, that's what's got to change. We've got to start talking about it and communicating it. And traditionally, we don't. We talk about our services, our wars, our CMP or whatever. But we don't talk about what we know. And I think if we started to communicate what we know and started to educate landlords of what they don't know, we'd start to see a very different reaction. And being our president, you'd have seen a lot of letting agents 
Have you seen some good examples of that around the country? Of good letting agents? Getting that message across? Yeah, I mean, there are some letting agents that do a really, really good job of this. And I think the key is training, educating your team, educating your staff, making sure the people at the front understand the legislation inside out. See, what is probably more common is at the back-end team, the head office team, the CEO, the director, the managers, the compliance director, the property management team, etc., understand fully all the layers and layers of legislation, and yet the negotiators and listeners at the front are just salespeople. And that's the big problem. We've got to take that education, that knowledge from here, down to the front-end team, because it's point of sale that they need that information. How do letting agents train their staff? Do you think they train them? Well, some don't, um, which is a shame. Um, uh, there's lots of great training out there. I mean, Arla does some fantastic legislation training. Uh, there are other organisations and bodies out there that do training. You can do it in-house. I mean, well, I've always done it in-house, personally. Uh, we've done a lot of... Um, every, every week we run, for example, an hour-and-a-half training session and we take people through all the, the legislations they need. But we also mix in with that case studies and examples. Do you remember that landlord when? And do you remember that situation when? And it brings the, the learning alive for them and makes it real. So I think however you choose to do it... It, it now needs to be done. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you. Star lady. Amazing. Star yeah. lady. Yeah, and you know, it's it's great to see... Um, we went to Barla last year and yeah. it's, it's good. I mean, they've got some key speakers and even just working around on the really shop floor when you were doing interviews last year. Really, like, really cool. A lot of same-minded people. Yeah. I mean, I don't, are you an ARLA or National Association member? No. You see, interestingly, I asked them, is it really worth the money, the 240 quid? Yeah. And when you actually listen to them, um, it is. You get like a helpline, uh, you, you become part of something. And I think the biggest thing that I didn't realise about ARLA was the amount of work they do politically behind, mm. I mean, mm. behind the scenes. The problem is, as I told Sally, you're not telling people enough people about it. Yeah. You know, the amount of city legislation that the government were planning to bring through. I know everyone's not happy about the tenant fee ban. That is purely political. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was that basically Hammond uh, looking round for something a couple of budgets ago and thought, oh no, we'll, we'll, we'll get that in. Because remember, the housing minister didn't know anything about it. Yeah. Uh, really, yeah. the housing minister was told this is what's happening because the housing minister the week before said there'll be no tenant fee ban. Well, we've got a um, we've got a little video from Arla, haven't we? Uh, oh yes, we've got a few videos yeah, from Arla. Yeah, yeah. What should we what should we listen to David Cox talking about Arla? Yeah, sure. Right, right, then. Good again. Yeah. Good. Thanks, David. I'm with David Cox, the CEO of Arla. David. Is Arla really worth 230 quid a year? Absolutely. If you think one of the biggest member benefits we have is the legal helpline, staffed by uh, full solicitors, Dutton Gregory solicitors. Think how much a solicitor costs an hour. A you have money. as much uh, calls as you want, as many calls as you want a year. And what do they, and what do they, what do they do for that in that phone call? They will provide you with the legal advice. We get all manner of questions from some of the most basic, I got myself confused with the section 21 notice, up to really complicated pieces of what? legislation. So they can ring as many times as they like, within reason, and sort any legal question out that they can, and that's all including the 230 quid? Absolutely. So it sounds like we're already in credit, but come on, what I else think, do we get for I our think money? we are. You get the discounts on the courses, the qualifications, so that actually can save you significant amounts of money um, when you're actually doing your training, your CPD. Access to the free regional meetings as well. And what do agents get out of those meetings then? So the regional meetings, we find them particularly useful. Agents constantly telling us what the key issues for them at the moment. So for example, 
We're in the first half of 2018 at the moment. GDPRs are coming in mm. in a few weeks' time. Our 30 regional meetings over the first half of 18 are all about GDPR. So they get a legal update, they get an in-depth GDPR update, and they get a bit of an update from either the President or myself about what Arlo is doing. What else do, what else do I get from £230? So I suppose one of the key aspects, and it's the one that's not easily tangible, is the lobbying support. Agents on their own have very small voice when trying to okay. talk to government. Agents coming together, and the 9,500 members within Arla coming together represents the majority of the industry, which makes our ability when going in and talking to ministers like we've had today is a real benefit because we can make sure that Are you really that powerful, you know, in the industry? Some people say Arla could, is, a, is a tiger without any claws. Would you agree or disagree? I would disagree, unsurprisingly. Oh, go on. I suppose it's one of those things. I don't have a magic wand. I can't go into the housing minister and say, you should do this, do it now, and they will just say yes. For every time I go in and say, you should do this, somebody else will be going in and saying, you should do that. Now, we have had quite a lot of successes. Go on, tell what difference have you made? CMP, I think, is probably uh, the biggest one that we have to date. We have been campaigning for years about CMP. We managed to get Baroness Hayter to introduce it in the Consumer Rights Act. She then introduced it again in the Housing and Planning Act in 2016. The government agreed it will be coming into force in a few months' time. What do, you, in, what do you think climate money protection will do to the industry? I think it will level the playing field. I think it's going to knock a few people out that can't get client money protection because they're not running their businesses properly. But I have no issue with that whatsoever. I think we need to professionalise the industry. The private rented sector does have a pretty poor reputation. Yes, it does. Yes, it we does. need to be improving that reputation. And I think with something like CMP, which is one strand of our larger regulation argument yes. that the Minister has announced again this morning that they will be regulating the industry, that is a real huge step forward. Arla has been campaigning for it for 20 years. And I think the end is now in sight. We are going to get a more professional, more respected industry than we have today when it all comes through. Sounds marvellous. Excellent. Thank, Thank you, you very much. much. Thanks very much. Cheers. Thank you. Good. Top man. In fact, we bumped into him outside and he was already mic'd up and we were like, Who's Chris? Who's that guy with the mic already on? Like, we should interview him. So, well, I went up to him and said, You look important. <laughs> Okay, he was important. He is important. Let's bring it back to Luke. Yes. So, Luke, um, you are uh, an early advocate of a technique called landlord farming. Um, I keep banging on about it, but tell tell us in your words what landlord farming is. We'll come on to the video yeah. bit and the digital mayor bit in a second. So, it's providing uh, information that uh, clients can use, whether or not uh, you are a landlord or if you're a seller. Um, so, as you term it landlord farming. It can involve estate agencies as well as letting. It, well, it should actually be called landlord and vendor farming. Yeah. It's just that we can't be bothered to change the name of the. the <laughs> <laughs> we see, took it to the vote. We see, took it to the vote in the group, and, and someone said, "No, I think it's say it is." Yeah, that no, seems sensible. Yeah, yeah. but it's there to establish yourself as being the authority in your marketplace. Is the way that I see it, okay. and the go-to person if anyone's looking to buy, sell, rent within the Leicester area. How do you think that's? I mean, how, how do you think that's impacted your business? Um, it's it's not a quick win. Um, well, no. But then, if you look yeah. at Gary Vaynerchuk, you yeah. look at Tom Panos, you look at, um, who was saying the other day about quick wins? Jerry Lyons yeah. um, was talking about... There's about, no such thing. There's no such thing as quick wins. There it's hard, it's hard work. Yeah. Dedication. But there's so many that get uh, disappointed after a month, yeah. or sometimes even a week, thinking, 
I've put this article out, but I've had nothing come from it. You've just got to be consistent. And Gary Vaynerchuk talks about it's about consistent about consistency. That's right. And Tom Powers talks about um, being an overnight success. It took him ten years to yes. be an overnight yeah, success. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of successful people say that it's yeah. taken me X years to be so, an overnight success. And then all of a sudden, it's like a conveyor belt, and you get inquiries, or you get recognition, or new business comes in. Well, you're on BBC Radio Leicester all the time. You have a steady stream of landlords coming to you. Um, you get you, you've even got the MP on you, haven't you? We have, yeah, with the Love Ode B, so they've approached us wanting to help us. Yeah, you're launching it. the Love Ode B. Yeah, that's been super successful because we're, we're advocates of a of a of, um, digital mayor. Yeah, um, so, which, we've, which we've touched on in other episodes, but we've not really kind of we have gone into it, but basically becoming the face of your place. Yeah. Um, becoming the digital mayor of your You want to um, register that phrase. The face of your place. I love the <laughs> face of, of your place. place. Yeah, maybe we should have a motion graphic. graphic. Yeah. Maybe you can put your one day one. I love my one day glasses, but the problem I've is actually asked one day for some see. extra ones. Then I can't see. Oh. Like, yeah. Um, if one day, yeah. could you get your finger out and please send us? <laughs> so, and, and if anyone from one day is watching this, we have asked your marketing <laughs> department for a big box of these because when guests come along, we want to give them that. One day of sunglasses every time. We should have it like as a as a giveaway, like a goodie bag. So yeah, so I mean, I, digital mail is super important. We've we've said that, and and the importance of, of doing that. But I think you're doing that. You're 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 doing that here and now. Yeah. You know, with your video content. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna launch a new feature, um, which is called the ask ask the ask ask the prop show. Oh, that's the prop show. Yeah, we know about this one. Yeah, yeah you ran that one by me. So we've got. Um, That's nice intro graphics. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> took me about <laughs> took me a little while to build them. Um, but yeah, so we've had some questions in from um, from the landlord farming community. Okay. Um, that's in in layman's terms. That's estate agents. Estate agents, letting agents who sent okay. some questions into the show. Okay then. Um, talking about basic video production, but also talking about well, the landlord farming. So, Come on, let's um, get on with it. Don't... I had a I had a, a question in. Um, Make up the name. <laughs> Um, Luke Sinclair. Oh, he um, seems a nice man. He sent me a message. Um, he was saying the types of video that can get you noticed in your area. But I'm going to throw it back to you. Yeah. What are the types? What of are video? the types of videos to get you noticed? Because Joe, you know what? You're producing some fantastic content, you know, and you're here with us today to enhance that, yeah. and tweak that, and make it better. Luke. 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 Um, but yeah, and I think. Um, but but what what do you think? What do you think has been a driving success? That's someone else said to give another message, <laughs> another question. Another question actually. Um, That's all. So get on with it. You will be able to answer, ask the question. Eventually. Yeah. What yeah. what do you think has been <laughs> the content that's that's, see, that, that's really pushed you forward? You know, because I know you do the top mm. twenty streets. Yeah. So top twenty streets is what kicked it all off to to start with. So we started with one area. And that went really successful, so we moved it to the other two areas that we deal with. Um, but probably the most successful are the local business interviews or groups. Yes. And um, th those kind of in those because um, people lower their guard and lower their barriers because you're not you're not selling you're not selling anything with top twenty no, streets, no. but because it's property related. Um, but also, it gets you more involved in the community. Hold so, on, what's the what, what the hell? I know the answer, but for the people out there in estate agency land, what the hell are you getting out of interviewing Barbara from Barbara's Coffee Shop in Oby? 
So with, so with the coffee shop in Oadby, so it, A, it helped us build a relationship with the coffee shop. Do you get um, free coffee now? No, unfortunately, unfortunately not. No. That's a shame. I know. I know. <laughs> to get a discount. No, I want to try and <laughs> you should try and get a try, try and try for that one. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Such a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Such a shame. Yeah. 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 If if you don't if you don't help each other, yeah. eventually that high street will diminish, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then that's your business included as part of it. Yeah. Do you know you're right? This is you, I didn't realise that. Yeah. By by we all as high street agents are banging on about being high street agents, but if we as become the ambassador to the high street, well, otherwise uh, there'll be no high street. Well. If people don't support it, they'll be. Do you know, I've had an epiphany. Epiphany? Oh, that's a, that's a, do you know, that's so, I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, but wow. Well, so okay. That's why he's on the show. That's why he's on the show. He's been in your place next week. Revelation <laughs> Town, come on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that's what we want to do with Love Ode B. Yeah. And then we're going to start it with Love Ode B and then we're going to replicate that once we've fine-tuned it, got yeah. it to work in mind. So what's Love Ode B going to look like then? So Love Ode B is going to be a Facebook page as well as a website that's going to be a community hub. Yeah, so, fantastic. Um, it's going to be promoting all the local independent businesses if yeah. they want to be involved. Yeah. They're not no one's going to be under any pressure. Yeah. It's going to be, so the local butcher, so once a month or once every two weeks, going to visit him. What have you got on special this week, Jim? Uh, so he can help promote what he's got on offer. So as it comes to Christmas, he could be talking about his turkeys or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the coffee shop, what, what's the popular drink? So it could be the, these frappuccino things. That Always saying, um, yeah, what turkeys you've got, but what do you love about Obi? What, what yeah. do you love about Obi people? Yeah. You know, just yeah. making it all about Obi. Because yeah. I think you've got the OBMP all on it, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, so the OBMP or the office for the MP contacted us at the weekend, wants to help us. Um, to help they contacted you. Have you yeah. already been in touch? Yes. Yeah. Just... Well, we literally the Love Obi page has been up for two weeks. Right. The Love Obi website's been up for two weeks, and that and they contacted us really? and wow. said, "Look, this is something we want to help promote. We want to help promote the town centre um, because again, it's, it's about celebrating what the town centres have got, not what they haven't got." Yeah. That's a big well. government initiative. Isn't it? A big government initiative anyway yeah. to revitalise the high street. It started is that part of the bid stuff, is it? Bid stuff, business well, it's incubation. Mayor reporters, bid, reporters yeah. pilots. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, business incubation. Well, I bid for one of those when I worked in government. Yeah. I bid for a reporters pilot funding for Grantham. Uh, for Grantham. Yeah. Um, but there's also um, obviously there are there are business incubation districts. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a bid funding. So really, it's a case so of getting tapping in, into that. It's getting involved with the community, being the champion for your town. And face of your place. Face of your place. And because all the state agency, all your business is based on that town, when it comes to property, people will talk about you. Yeah, and it's been successful for, for others as well. You know, Luke's been an advocate of, mm -hmm. of land and farming, but he's also been an advocate of producing decent quality video and taking it to the whole next level. And that's what we're going to work with him on over the coming weeks to, to push him even further forward. Well, Adam in Sawbridgeworth. But Adam's got a fantastic Love uh, love Sawbridgeworth page. Chelmsford. Chelmsford. Yeah. Steve Frost. Yeah, got a fantastic yeah. um, Love Chelmsford page you know uh, Lorraine in Tamworth got yeah, a fantastic yes. Love Tamworth page you know these things are doing really really well for them and they yeah. really are setting them apart from people and saying it's actually, being different we 
It's telling a story. Yeah. It's, te it's te basically, this is my store. This is what makes us different. Not because we, we go in a different portal. It's, I'm so proud of this town. We want to live, work and invest here. Yeah. And I'm going to shout about it from the roof. And yeah. people will be naturally right. attracted to you. That's but I right. do think that uh, people have got to remember not to compare their chapter one. This is Tom Panos phrase. Sure. Their chapter one to someone else's chapter 10. Yeah, yeah. So right. those people are going to see these lovely polished videos. Yeah. Or better videos than what they started off with. Yeah. They've just got to remember, have a look at some of the early ones. Absolutely. And just yeah. get out there and... Well, we can do training. But, but everyone's... I think there's some people in this table that do do training, isn't there? We do do training. We um, do do... Well, should we have a shameless plug? There is a, there is a um, Property Video Solutions Basics Video Training Course on the 10th of September. We'll, um, we'll put a so link in there. There's a link in... Uh, there's a link. So that's um, a, a full okay. day's training here at our studios in Grantham with uh, the three of us. Sadly, Luke won't be here. Um, and um, yeah, looking at basic, looking at um, basic equipment, stuff to get you started. How to how, edit. How to do basic edit. Um, content ideas. A bit of content. Not fear the lens. Not fear the lens. Yeah. Sandwiches. Um, Sandwiches, there are sandwiches and yeah. coffee. Good. Um, and yeah, and so that's you know that's good, coming good, good, next good. month. Right. Um, but yeah, so um, well, it sounds a time. It sounds a time. We're clicking out. What we, we, we need to be finishing. We don't want to let the people. We oh, what's this award here? We're going to wish Matt a happy birthday. Oh, oh, happy birthday. birthday. Thank you. Do you know it's your birthday? Yeah, it's my birthday. Yeah. You get to see the card. Yeah. You like it's your birthday. It's birthday. Not nice bottle red this morning. Oh, my, well for, done. for my Wrexham film. I bet yes. that was the fierce competition. Did, 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 uh, oh, did, did, did. How many did you have to beat? Um, like well, there's, there's Matt and Michelle. <laughs> um, so, um, so really, it's just my turn. The next month, there'll be Jessica. There will. Yes, we have. So um, exciting news. Exciting news. Um, we've got uh, a lady called Jessica who's coming to do some um, a bit of training with us, a bit of work experience, and then hopefully she will become another one of our PBS pirates. Yes. Um, which will be... Bloody well episode, awesome. because you're so behind on your editing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. Okay. Uh, anyway. Oh, uh, countrywide? Oh, countrywide. What would you do with countrywide? Do country We've been asking people this. Yes. Well, probably wouldn't have looked at buying any shares. Who, who, who would buy shares? buy shares in countrywide? <laughs> How much did you pay for them? Uh, a couple of weeps ago, I bought 10 grand's worth at 52p. <laughs> <laughs> How much, are they worth, how much are they worth today, Christopher? Today they're worth 17p. They'll come back. They'll come back. It's, it's, it's the long game. game. It's the long game. It's the long I game. thought they were cheap. At 50p? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're cheap, cheap now. <laughs> <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> Can I say that? She doubled down. <laughs> doubled down by over 17. Um, but yeah. Um, also, okay. so yeah, I mean, I think that's the end of our show, show, show. So um, I want to say thanks for happy watching. birthday to my, good, my good mate Matt. Uh, well done on Chloe the month. Oh, thank you very much. Lou, thanks for coming thanks in. Amazing. Pleasure. Thanks for coming in. Chris, uh, big dog. Big thanks dog. for Always just thanks. being you, big guy. Okay, so should we do the the, the final outro? We'll do the outro. Show me. <laughs>